0: The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Day Storm. Ba, Ba, The
1: Boogie Monster. Podcasting the unknown.
0: Oh, giddy up. What's going on, buddy? Yeah, baby girl. Um. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I, not much, man. I'm all beat up. I slept in a hammock last night. Slept. Oh having, yeah, would you do slept that? Slept has pretty thick quotes around it. Hmm. Well, I went. I went, uh, I went camping. I'm back in the Los Angeles, Greater Los Angeles area for the week. Okay, good and for you. So you now back back from uh, back from I, Oregon. Yeah, came down on a little supply run here, and. Uh, Went to go, got a bike ride in with my pal, Kevin, and then got a, and then we camped out just in the woods, <clears throat> ate some, uh, ate some pizza toppings, which I think mine were like, I had, I'd found like a bag of mushrooms in my camping gear, which mm-hmm. it's weird where you just find mushrooms. But I think the reason they were there was like, nah, these aren't that good. And then I took them mm-hmm. well, like, they just tasted like old regular mushrooms. They didn't taste like poison, mm. Mm. but, uh, I don't know. Kevin had some and his worked real good. I had I had just one. Of his, I, I had one of his and I was like, oh man! And you took six of these, right on. Buddy. Oh wow! You got to have yourself a journey.
2: I've misplaced mushrooms. I, I had I had a stash <laughs> and I now I don't know where the hell it's at. Maybe I'll check my camping gear.
0: Well, <clears throat> you need to, you need to pull yourself over and ask if you could search your vehicle. That's true. <laughs> you need to, yeah. you need to yeah. search your own vehicle the way you would when you're. <laughs> do you ever find yourself doing like old cop shit at all? <clears throat> do you like? Do you check the? Per- oh, yeah. Do you check the perimeter? I don't even know where, but just in general.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I check the perimeter, and I um, I also still have a habit of like uh, sizing up cars on on the roadway. Yeah. You know, like checking ex- expiration dates on their tags. Stuff like that, like, oh, I'd probably, I'd probably pull that car over.
0: I can tell you didn't like the way I was driving when we got that turbo Volkswagen for that Pacific Northwest Tour. I think I was probably, yeah, I think I was, <clears throat> I was pushing the limits of that turbo Beetle too much without the ta- proper tactical training. Although I'm not the one who wrecked a squad car, Dave. <laughs> that's true. That's true. So. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> oh, that's man. That's good. I might, I'd like to so, retain, retain some uh, awareness of your surroundings and such. Oh, yeah. Man, that's, yeah, that's some of that never thing. leaves you. That's a good thing to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and it, it definitely helps, too, uh, some of the, what I call like verbal judo, just as far as uh, being out and, you know, you encounter drunk people or, or creeps or weirdos. Like, I definitely know how to uh, verbally disarm them, and uh, a lot of that's carried over. Just not, not like uh, in a, um, you know, bully or troublemaker way, but, you know, we've all been out and been approached by weirdos or people where you just get a weird feeling like that, uh, nothing good's going to come out of interaction with this dude. And I just, uh, just some of that verbal training that I've, uh, retained has definitely come in handy as far as, uh, knowing how to talk to people, knowing how to kind of, uh, size up a situation. So th- so
0: that shit comes in handy. Well, that's, I mean, that's relevant to now is, <clears throat> you know, the, you know, deescalating. You're talking, you know, I'm assuming you're kind of talking about that, how to talk to somebody that's like, mm-hmm. listen, I, <clears throat> I don't want any trouble, but, I also will not be pushed. Like I'm, I'm always quick to just let my anger, or my emotions get the best of me, and I say some dumb shit. That's why I'm terrible at crowd work. And I just, I'm like, I hope your fucking <laughs> family dies. Like that doesn't. That's not good crowd work at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: I I was terrible at crowd work when I first started cuz I would just I would go way too far just to overkill where the the crowd was like, Ew, "We were on your side, but yeah. Jesus,
0: dude. He's already unconscious. Leave him alone."
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, well
0: welcome back to California
2: and uh Thanks, buddy. anything <laughs> else exciting on, on the camping trip? You said you did some bike rides, you did some uh Got impotent mushrooms. Yeah, I wouldn't
0: call it shredding. A bit about off the bike for about 3 weeks. It was more of just uh trying to stay on. But it was Okay. It was fun just up there in the Angeles Crest. And then we, we, we walked, we, we uh, quite literally stumbled upon just a, a lonely observatory up there. I mean, there's Mount Wilson Observatory. That's the big one up there. But then this oh, yeah. one, we like camp, the campsites aren't open. So we camped off this little like uh, dirt uh, offshoot of the two, this little road. So we set up camp. So there's absolutely nobody up there. And you know, mm-hmm. you go on walkabout when you're in the mushrooms, you go on a little adventure. It's always yeah. that weird part where, like, the mushroom, like, the, the effect dips out for, like, a brief moment, and you get, like, mm-hmm. 30 seconds of common sense. <laughs> <laughs> We're just wandering, and it's dark, and it's great because you're on a, you're, I don't want to say, like, you say mountaintop, and it sounds like you're somewhere in the Rockies. These are, like, mm-hmm. sizable hills is what I would call. Yeah. the mm-hmm. I think they're the, the San Gabriels there or San Bernardinos. Yeah. But a de- but decent size mountains, but like little baby mountains. But the mm-hmm. valley was filled with clouds, so you'd look across and see the other. Like the moon was out; it was like half moon last night, and so you'd see the the peaks of the other mountains across the valley, and they just looked like islands because it was a sea of clouds below you. So it was just really wow. good, just good atmosphere for wandering around in the dark. That's but then, great. like for th- like, we heard something running around in the shrubs, and for thirty seconds, it was like. Oh, yeah, there's, like, bears and shit up here. <laughs> and mm-hmm. and yeah, we're, like, lions. we're scooting around in flip-flops, not knowing where we are. Oh, no. And then we're, like, what's that up there? And we look, it was just a, it was a white dome, and it was, like, one it was the, the, uh, so the Stony Ridge Observatory. It was a shack and a dome. It, was, it wasn't op- operating at the time, but just one weird, lonely observatory up there. Huh? which sounds like it could have its own weird horror movie set around it. Cause then we went up there to look at it and instantly you see like the security camera lights go on, but we're all just on uh, mushrooms. We're just like waving at it. Like we're cool, man. Don't worry. We just think this is real rad. <laughs> like, we're not trying to mess anything up. Don't worry, guys. We we dig space. <laughs> so <laughs> but nobody showed up after that, even after we were waving at the security cameras. Uh, but it was, it was a good little journey. And, uh, tried to sleep in a hammock, and that is, uh, I don't know if you've uh, operated within a hammock before, Dave. Oh, yeah. A lot of core strength. uh, Yeah. A lot of balance. Yeah. It's like like being in a canoe in choppy water. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, yeah,
2: that's the best way to describe it. It's like it's like being in a canoe.
0: Yeah, you don't realize it that, that, that easily. To I fell out once, but I had like a sleeping pad, I was trying to get a sleeping bag mm-hmm. and a sleeping bag liner in there. I I really threw too many balls at the juggler for that one. So, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but 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 uh, it was even though I didn't get good sleep, it was still nice to like just lay out and like feel a cloud roll up over the hill over you and then it clears up and you're seeing the stars and then right when you're about to fall asleep a twig snaps and you're like well here's another half hour of being awake Mm.
2: do you know um are all the state parks at least in california still closed did they ever reopen
0: i thought a couple weeks ago they were supposed to reopen and the day use there's people up there for day use we parked in the Oh, the Chileo Deus campground to ride, to do the bike mm-hmm. ride, and there's people up there for that. But I don't know if the overnight campgrounds are open.
2: Man, uh, so. I am due for a getaway. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about this the other day with the you know, with COVID mm-hmm. and the lockdown and everything. It's um uh, it's been six months since I've left town. And that's the longest I've ever stayed home since I've started touring and doing comedy. Like just the nature of our business. It's uh it's always nice to, you know, every, well, you more than me, you you tour a lot more frequently, but just every few weeks or every few months to just get out of town and not only for the sake of comedy, but just for the sake of, you know, a change of scenery and, and, and a chance to go out and experience something different. And this is definitely the longest, you know, six months is the longest I've ever gone by with not leaving town and I'm, I'm so due not to, not that I need to get away from Katie or anything. Just, just the uh, the concept of just seeing something different and getting away. This is, uh, it's starting to get to me. I need to, I need to get out and camp or go somewhere.
0: Yeah, I, there's no ill will towards Rachel, but just being around any person for the amount of time that we all have been like, I wouldn't take it personal if Rachel's like, I got to fuck off for a while. Like, I mm-hmm. get it, you know. Uh, you know the fact that i think we've made it this long without any kind of big fights or if if anybody's listening if you made it this long (laughs) good on you i mean you're gonna have your tiff tiffs and your squabbles but Mm -hmm. uh yeah i i think uh i mean campings depending on where you camp is a good way to get out and still be socially distant isolated it's outdoors so it's safer with the thing and just i won't go Mm -hmm. i won't deep dive but uh Put on a mask. If you don't think you need to wear a mask, stop listening to anything I've ever done. Dislike my comedy and unfollow me entirely from your life. If you don't think wearing a mask is important, because know this, if you think that, uh, Oh, it's my freedom or something. I think you're a fucking idiot. Uh, I think you're Mm. a a total piece of shit. The, uh, the risk of being wrong about wearing a mask. If like, say it doesn't do anything, but we're wearing them zero risk. Take your little my c o two levels and all your dog shit, cram it up your asshole the risk of <laughs> the risk of not wearing one because you think you're right is uh, death for people around you or illness yeah. illness and potentially death so uh suck my hog if you think that uh, you don't have to wear a mask and that's all That's all I'll say about it. Suck, suck my uh, hog, and when you're done sucking my hog, forget, take my name out your mouth. All right? Do that. Mm-hmm. Kiss my asshole, and take my name out my, your mouth. That's what you need to do. Suck my hog. Yeah. yeah. Then suck Dave's I, hog. I,
2: I don't get it. I don't get it, man. I mean, I talked about this a few weeks ago. I huge fight with my own family mm-hmm. over wearing a mask. And, like, oh, I don't fucking get Here's the other thing. Like, white women are on a rampage right now. I don't know if you've seen all these fucking viral videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, lady at Trader Joe's of North Hollywood. Um. There's, there's been several this week. Just entitled. Just, I fuck you. I'm not wearing a mask. And here's the thing. Hey, first of all, like you said, cram it up your asshole. But some of these same people that are bitching and moaning about having to wear a fucking mask are, I know that a lot of them are the same people that are, an, uh, that, that get annoyed at the, the protest and, and you know, the, the black lives matter and the protest. Mm-hmm. Like, like imagine like you are acting like a fucking child because we're asking you to wear a mask. Like, do you maybe understand people who are being legitimately oppressed? Do you maybe understand why now that they're, they're up in arms and, and want to lash out and protest and like, Oh, I, I, I never have seen such a sense of entitlement. Well, and I heard one people.
0: one account was like that was a grand opening of that Trader Joe's, I think. So everybody's waiting in line, mm-hmm. and that woman was waiting in line with her mask on. Then this is just an account that I read. I can't verify it, but it was something. Like, we live in LA, so we, people are like, "Yeah, we know that Trader Joe's. We were all there. We we're glad it was opening." But somebody was, say, I guess. <laughs> And she waited in line, and then as soon as she got in, took her mask off, and was just getting real close to people, kind of like waiting for somebody to tell her to put a mask on. Like, mm-hmm. created the scenario for herself. Um, yeah, and I, I don't, I, there's no more to it. I, this isn't political. Look at the global numbers. Look at the global mm-hmm. numbers of yeah. countries that handled this in a certain way versus America. So yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't think we need to rally at home. I would hope the people <sighs> listening to this, are, I, mean, I never want to play. I, I never want to just play or perform for people that 100% will agree with me no matter what. That's not a challenge and that's mm-hmm. not how the world works. Uh, but if on this issue, uh, yeah, wear your mask. Otherwise take my name out your mouth.
2: Well, uh, and I love how some some people on the right have turned this into uh you know, it, it, oh, you you look like a sissy with your mask. Uh, you look uh, like a puss or you're a sheep. Re- nothing's more pussy than complaining about having to wear a mask for for public health reasons. Buddy, like that uh like oh, I'm a big puss cuz I'm wearing a mask. You're okay, f- got f- it. Your your
0: F your duly F350 rolling coal makes you look like a pussy. Mhm. That's just wear clear pants so we could see how small your dick is. That's yeah. that's what it looks <laughs> like. And like, just I mean, the, it's insane. And the irony, like, and again, I don't know the the numbers of the overlap, but the people that still want to like like love their open carry laws to tote their guns around, but won't wear a mask because mm-hmm. they think that's a yeah. false threat. Like, uh mm-hmm. it is it is like a renaissance of stupidity right now.
2: Yeah. It really is. Oh, it's man. it's world class, world class idiocracy. It's, and again, like I've said before, this isn't. I you know we can. I'll listen to your debates about reopening the economy. I get that people need to go back to work and all that. Put on a fucking mask. It takes no effort. None of your rights and freedoms are being trampled upon mm. because and and especially here's the other thing: the entitlement of. When you're in public, like yeah, guess what, fuckface? This, this is a private business. We we have a po- We have a mask policy. If you don't want to wear a mask, get the fuck out. Yeah, like you're free to leave. But just this entitlement of no, I I want to be here and I don't want to follow the rules. Like stick it up your ass. I mean, it's just it's hard to believe what's going a, on. We've with all some gone of these by people. the
0: no shirt, no shoes, no service. Why not the mask? Mm-hmm. But I don't know, man. We I, yeah, that, that one was just. I was just getting annoyed like I, i've been pretty good this past week of like not being online and not getting not clicking oh, on good shit. good for you so it's, it's, been, uh, oh, it's been a hell of a week i missed some I missed with, some uh, news I saw some headlines i 'm like what am I gonna, I'm going to read that and then just have a bad day
2: oh, I don't want captain to, Fuckface, our leader do you hear about the uh <laughs> here 's the other thing it's one thing to be a world class piece of shit and to have zero empathy and all the bravado yeah. and all the stupidity, but the fact that also, if you're going to be that, if you're going to be Captain Swaggercock and, <laughs> and throw your weight around and be Mister Mister President Badass, at least stand behind your stupid fucking behavior. Oh, dipshit! Tweeted he retweeted a, a video. I don't know if you saw that of a, of some sort of rally in Florida. And a guy, a guy with a Trump T-shirt yells "White Power." So President <laughs> Trump uh, retweets that, and then then takes it down. It's like, oh, I didn't, I didn't hear him say that. Well, are you an idiot or are you an asshole? Which one is it? Because you're one or the other. Same thing with this bounty. No, game. no, it's both. I
0: don't know if you heard it's, about that. It's both, Dave. It's both.
2: Oh, I didn't. I wasn't briefed on that. Well, what the fuck are you doing, really? The president of, of the United States isn't briefed on intelligence well, like that said, says that Putin is hiring the Taliban to kill US soldiers. He doesn't read anything. Ugh, fucking own up to it. That's and funny. I'll tell you what, I don't know if I don't know if this story is true or not, but if it is, I mean the, the broad strokes apparently Putin uh <laughs> He he hired the Taliban to kill U.S. soldiers, and and, and Trump, knew A, knew about it, and B, hasn't done shit about it. If that's true, if that comes out, I I can't wait to hear from his base. His base that one of their biggest priorities in life is rah, 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 the military, support the troops, America. Really? What do you think about that then, fuckface? Your leader knew about it and didn't do shit about it. And then not only that, like, he's, he's chummy. He's chummy with Putin and invited him to the fucking G7 thing, whatever it was, a few months ago,
0: like oh God. i think I, like I'm, I'm hoping i hope that's not true i hope we're just seeing the loudest ones i hope i i i hope i can't say with confidence but i hope that the tide is turning for like listen uh yeah biden's a fucking dud yeah i don't like him either like i said best case. But, like I, I i repeat myself best case scenario he comes in like we're in the middle of a really shitty calculus class with a crummy teacher. And we got a sub for the next four years. It was like, Oh, this class was horrible. Here's Donald duck in math magic land. I'm turning off the lights. Everybody just be cool. <laughs> that just roll in. Don't do anything. That, that, that could be your platform. I'm just not going to do shit for four years. And everybody could just have a long weekend. That's what this country needs. Everybody yeah. just Calm down. I ain't gonna do shit. I'm gonna turn over some of this fucking back ass words, fuck face stuff that Trump did. And then just don't try and don't be a hero, Biden. Nobody wants you to be a hero. Just be the fucking s- screensaver for the next four years. That's all we need. Yeah. You're a placeholder, that's all you are. So I. I what do you think? I, uh, let's, say, let's say Biden does win
2: do you, I mean I'm already looking at 2024 I mean if he does win I'm assuming he's going to run again in 24 I mean I uh, I just can't believe these are our two options this dude, the greatest country in the world huh really these are our two options got it
0: it's we're going to get we either, we're either going to get like somebody that was third place on Rupaul's drag race for the Liberals <laughs> and Hollywood Hogan for the Republicans. Like that's the we're plummeting. It's a death spiral. We're only going to elect somebody. Biden's just riding on being the opening act for Obama. That's it. This is his final tour. Yeah, I, I would be cool if Bernie was alive in four years. But I don't know, man. Oh, he's
2: too radical.
0: Fuck. Too radical.
2: Oh, God. I mean it's when, so when, bleak. It's so fucking okay. bleak right now,
0: man. Yeah, that's why I'm trying to. Oof, I'm trying to go full hippie, dog. Yeah. And by full hippie, just too fucked up to care. <laughs> I don't like I don't like saying that. I don't like being that way. Ah. <sighs> We got any good conspiracy theories? Any, anything that's, like, just fun? Because well, conspiracy theories could, became real because people took them seriously.
2: Yeah. I got one for you today. What you got for me? Give me something, Dave. You've right. been hearing about, uh, right. I mean, obviously... Um, how how have the fireworks been in, in LA before you uh moved up to uh temporarily moved up to Oregon? Where, was it pretty
0: prevalent every night recently? No, it's it started uh yeah, prevalent every night, yeah. And like M mm-hmm. eighty boom fireworks. Yeah. Yeah, like not uh, big sparkly guys, like straight up quarter stick type stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hold on. There. They're coming to get me. Oh see. Oh uh, yeah. Dave knows too much. Yeah. Nobody's Um, nobody's accusing you of that. Dude, these fireworks, man.
2: Um, And I know every year, you know, a week or two before the 4th of July, uh, anybody who's going to go out and spend a lot of money on fireworks probably doesn't have the discipline or patience to wait till the 4th of July to to (laughs) set them off. (laughs) I crossed three state
0: lines for these. Everybody (laughs) be
2: cool. I'm not waiting for just one night. Um, So, of course, you know, a couple weeks leading up to it, you're always going to hear some premature uh, activity there, but uh, man, it seems like, um, and I think somebody narrowed it down. It seems like right around Memorial day, right around when the George Floyd thing happened, uh, the fireworks have just become more and more prevalent. At least uh, Mm -hmm. here in long beach, they're very prevalent. I've heard stories about LA and of course, New York is like ground central, uh, ground central, ground zero for, for all this shit. Like I've got buddies in New York who are just saying it's, it's insane. Like every night, not just little ones here and there, like, like huge, Just huge blast. So anyway, everybody's wondering, like, what the fuck's going on with these fireworks? And um, the stats show that, uh, for example, in New York, uh, I think they had a 6,000% increase in uh, noise complaints, fireworks-related noise complaints, than uh, June of last year. Um, in LA, I think it's not nearly as bad. I think they've had about a 300% increase in noise complaints. Noise complaints meaning uh, 911 calls, you know, reporting fireworks. So, and then of course, um, I did a little research on this. Some of the major uh, distributors and manufacturers are reporting just mm-hmm. a huge increase in sales. So everybody's wondering. I thought that, okay, after a few weeks and trying to connect the dots of like, okay, maybe this is connected. To the protest. And that would make sense, you know, as a form of, I mean, I don't know how effective that is, but, you know, it's not not hard to believe that if people are out here marching all the time that uh, at the same time, hey, let's let's light off some fireworks, you know, kind of a
0: uh, it's an element of disruption you know, to, yeah.
2: yeah, exactly. So but there's definitely some uh, some theories going around the most plausible theory uh, nationwide um, is that uh, this is one I keep seeing over and over again. And this sounds crazy, but, uh, and there's video, uh, some cases there's video of this, that the cops are somehow responsible for setting these off. And I'm not saying, there is video of cops literally setting them off. There's a video, I think, in Brooklyn, uh, where there's just clear as day, there's cops and firemen setting off fireworks. And, of course, that could be some isolated incident, especially with firemen, you know, sitting around the firehouse for 24 hours. If they don't have any Mm -hmm. calls, hey, let's shoot off some of these fireworks. You know, I, I get that an isolated incident here or there could, Not mean much, but uh, one of the theories is that uh, either the police or somebody in the government are hiring people to go out and shoot fireworks every night um, as a way to kind of uh, disrupt black and brown communities uh, where a lot of the black life movement uh, activity is, is coming from. A way to kind of disrupt these communities to keep people up at night, to keep people stressed out. Uh, so that maybe they don't have the energy to get up and protest the next day. That seems kind of a far-fetched uh, theory, but it, some of it kind of makes sense. Well, you um, know,
0: do you want to make people? T-
2: yeah, <laughs> that one's not.
0: Well, I mean, a lot,
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah, it seems silly, but I mean, it seems like an ineffective way to go about it. But my point is, I wouldn't put it past the powers that be. To do something like that. I mean, there's a long history uh, in this country. Of, I thought they were
0: like setting them off, like the theory was they're setting them off in places where people would now be like, well, actually, we would like the police to do something. So maybe if it's well, in, a, in a swing, like in a swing neighborhood, say for support of the police, they might mm-hmm. be like, well, there's some hoodlums out there and actually we do need the cops. So let's not defund. If we defund them, then there wouldn't be a, a extra police officers to come investigate these exactly. fireworks.
2: That's definitely another theory, and that's that's probably a more realistic theory. Is that, um, and again, I'm not saying the cops themselves are putting the, firing these things off, but some some powers it be somehow you know making sure that these are going off in certain neighborhoods, so that you know, especially now in the face of defund the police, that uh, to spike the 911 calls to uh, to justify, like, look, look at all these calls, look at look at the stats. Now is not the time to defund the police because we're you know oh, having to yeah. deal <laughs> even though even though if you look if you read between the lines like okay yeah the the nine one one calls have gone up but the majority of them are fireworks complaints um, but yeah that's another theory that uh, kind of uh, to combat the uh, defund the police movement there's this author a guy named Robert Jones Jr. And uh, he wrote, he, he kind of, st- I don't know if he started some of these theories, but he was one of the uh, more vocal um, people on Twitter who started uh, talking about some of these theories. He wrote uh, that the fireworks are, quote, part of a coordinated attack on black and brown communities by government forces, an attack meant to disorient and destabilize the Black Lives Matter movement uh, through sleep deprivation and uh, desensit- desensitization, oh, that's a hard word, so that uh, when they, here's the other, okay, here's, this is kind of connected to another theory, that we're being desensitized, and, I, and I'm already desensitized. Every night, I like right on my block, I hear these things, and, and after a while, because to the, to the untrained ear, sometimes it's hard to differentiate between a fireworks going off and a gunshot. And there's a theory that some of this is taking place to desensitize us from these loud booms and these noises and these explosions, so that when real shit starts hitting the fan, that maybe we'll dust it off. It's like, oh, that's that's just fireworks.
0: I will say, like, I haven't heard any of like an assortment of fireworks, like the like the like the beer, like the squeaky ones or the fizzy Mm -hmm. ones. It's only been like I'm saying, like M80 style. Explosion Mm -hmm. ones, and that's where I found it weird. Like if it was just fireworks, you'd hear a variety of sounds because fireworks are Mm -hmm. fun. You buy them, and they make like whirring Mm -hmm. sounds and squeaky sounds. They have lights, and you see them. And these are the one. I haven't. I've never been close enough to know if there's a visual to them. But these are just ma. These are just small explosives. Mm Hmm. So yeah, I haven't seen the visual. Kind of like, hmm, interesting.
2: Yeah, I haven't seen the visual around here. There's definitely tons of video uh, from New York where you can just see. And here's the other thing, too. Uh, a lot of people are reporting, and of course, who's, <laughs> who's a fireworks expert and who's not, you know, but a lot of people are reporting that uh, a lot of these fireworks are, quote, professional grade, uh, making it impossible that uh, just normal civilians would have access to some of these uh, more uh they they've loosened regulations recently on fireworks but there's still uh to my knowledge there's categories there's degrees that there's still certain types of fireworks that uh, not just any joe Schmo can go buy you got to have some sort of license or some sort of permit to prove that you're doing you know a uh a sanctioned thing but a lot of people are reporting that uh, these are professional grade fireworks and then how are regular citizens getting a hold of these mm. so there's also stories too. There was uh, Rolling Stone just did an article uh where there was a <laughs> there was uh, some dude telling a story and this is just the only uh evidence of this I've seen, the only report of this angle. But uh in that article uh just some regular citizen was talking about how he saw an uh undercover cop car. Uh he knew he somehow knew that this particular car uh, he'd seen it before. It was kind of known in the neighborhood. I think this was in the Bronx uh, that this particular car was an undercover cop car, and that he saw a cop uh, hanging, you know, standing by the trunk of this undercover cop car, uh, handing out fireworks to uh, neighborhood teenagers. So that's that's mm. crazy to think that the allegation there, obviously, being that the cops are distributing these fireworks to local teens, the same way mm. that maybe those bricks just started showing up during the protest.
0: Um, <laughs> well, so those, there's a lot yeah, of angles I, to this. Yeah, the bricks I saw, I was like, yeah, well, okay, that also could just be construction equipment that was left out, or like like building building supplies. I, yeah, I, but the
2: timing on some of these. I mean, some of it, yes, but there's there's been some examples of like, those weren't there yesterday, and now they're here. And there's also been video and photos of like, you know, cop cars being... I don't know if there's actual video of them dropping off pallets of bricks, but there has been photos of, like, cop cars near the bricks and, you know, uh, you know, trying to I'm, – I'm losing my train of thought here – trying to imply that the cops are somehow involved or, or somebody, uh, the powers that be, are somehow involved in supplying these bricks. So I wonder if the same technique is used – for these fireworks, I, I don't know. I, it just you have to admit it seems suspicious. And of course, there's some logical. Uh, you, you could find explanations that are logical as far as, yes, it's we're approaching Fourth of July, and yes, people have been cooped up for months, and now you know they're they're getting a hold of fireworks, and it's just something to do at night. My question is, why is it it's so late at night? It goes I mean, yeah, at least and around it's here.
0: going into like one a.m. or something.
2: Yeah, and there's definitely some sort of covert feeling to it. It's one; it'd be one thing if you just saw like a block party, and you know, during the afternoon or early evening, and people are hanging out, socializing, having fun, shooting off fireworks. But there is there's definitely a covert nature to some of this. Of like, boy, it's sure late to be hearing this, and like also around here, some of it seems coordinated. Like, I'll hear a, a boom coming from the east, and then five seconds later, I'll hear a similar boom coming from the west, and I don't know if Stereo somehow sound. groups of people people are coordinating these. I I don't know, but it's definitely um, it's definitely odd.
0: Yeah, if, my my suspicion was like it wasn't just like fun fireworks. That's why I was like, mm-hmm. all right, I, mean, I could see like, yeah, summertime, Fourth of July, people cooped up, already protests, people knowing cops are busy elsewhere, <laughs> you know. But it was the it was the kind of fireworks. It was just the boom kind, not the not the fun colorful. Make fun sounds kind. I mean you go to get fireworks, well, you get a bunch of different kind of fireworks, you know.
2: Yeah. But the other thing that's suspicious about this too, it'd be different if it was just LA or just New York, but like this is happening all over the country. Yeah. And it just seems weird that it just seems weird that so many different people from so many different cities are all doing the kind kind of doing the same thing. There's just there's something fishy about it. in this article that uh, this Robert Jones wrote, and this is a good point that he made uh, in the article, he points out that uh, the American government has a history of abusing people of color uh, with certain techniques, often um, under the umbrella of like conspiracy stuff. Uh, one of the strongest arguments he made um, was stuff, I mean, there's just so many examples, even the Tuskegee experiment, you know that was the government. Intentionally affect, infecting yeah. black guys with with uh, what was it, syphilis? Yeah, it was syphilis. Um, yes, uh, and polio, then you know, and this polio, is a top
0: polio blankets, MK Ultra. Uh, what, yes. what else? <laughs> Co,
2: Co- Intel Pro, where yeah. the FBI attempted to to uh, you know, kind of hamper the Black Panther Party with different techniques. Uh, there's a thing I didn't know about this: the 1985 police bombing of radical black libertarian group Move in Philadelphia. Oh because yeah, the police planted bomb. I mean. So there's definitely uh, a pattern. There's definitely to to think that no way the government wouldn't do something to purposely hurt their citizens, um, that's, that's naive thinking because there's what, definitely uh, a pattern in the history of that, especially against people of color.
0: What happens, all right, Dave, what happens, like, say you get, like, okay, you took the red pill, which apparently has uh-huh. some side effects where not only do you discover the truth, but you become a total jagoff. off. <laughs> Exactly. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, there's nobody like I'm. I'm red pilled, but also I'm cool to be around at parties. Like you, you have to give that Mm -hmm. one up. That's the that's the cost of truth. Is that you're insufferable to everyone around you? (laughs) You're just just inherently unfuckable for the rest of your life. But you do get to peek (laughs) behind the curtain. But but jokes aside, like I'm trying to think like more about like who like we started this podcast, like let's look into this stuff and it's fun and silly and it's ghosts and it's conspiracies. And we talk about it, but the people that like live their lives thinking that there's a deep state, that there's a QAnon, that there's all this stuff. Like what's the day to day? Like, how do you, like, how do you go to work going like, eh, we're all puppets, man. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to know, and not even from like a, like well, I would be critical, but like I want to know, and, I'll, and I and like I love like I'll plug another podcast I told you about that podcast, the Rabbit Hole. Yes, because this and, and and if anybody's listening to this, it's the Rabbit Hole. I don't know if it was on Wondery or I don't know where it was, but it it they talked about how, it was mostly about how YouTube and their algorithm and what their suggested videos could do and get people mm-hmm. like. Convert somebody into the becoming the alt-right. Oh, yeah. Just because it wasn't even their fault. It was just how these, this algorithm worked. Like, you watch this video, you might like these five other videos. So mm-hmm. that's one way. And the one person they were interviewing said that's all they would do, which is watch YouTube. They were just listening to YouTube on their phone, watching it when they were home. So that's one thing that happens is you think it's real, mm-hmm. so you just start looking at more and more of it, and getting deeper and deeper. But where uh-huh. do you find, like, where's your happiness? Is like the, hap- the joy in knowing that you think you know what's really going on, and so that's how you get your boners? Like, what's the I – I, I, I don't understand the, the reward for going down this mm-hmm. path of thinking, like, oh, I know the truth now.
2: I mean, I get the urge. I get the desire to to um, pursue the truth. I get that. Uh, I, I I understand the fulfillment one might get for educating themselves on
0: some of this stuff. But
1: well,
0: yeah, let's get let's get I, one, let's get one thing straight about how you use the word educating in that sentence.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of like the uh, this generation's version of, of Fox News. You know what Fox News did to so many of the boomer generation as far as just 24-hour news cycle just feeding them all these you know this paranoia you know uh, black crime and, and immigration and all these things that are going to destroy our country um, i get how youtube rabbit holes could be this generation's version of that
0: but it has said i mean it has put me in a more like put every news source in a more critical light for me Not Mm -hmm. that I agree with any Fox News, but I'm not going to look at CNN. Like, if Mm -hmm. I see an article listed, like if I'm on Reddit and I see something listed from Huffington Post, it registers the same as something from Fox News. Like, oh, that's all spin. I don't, I'm not going to, whatever that subject is, I'm going to find another source to read about it. But I'm not going to use that. I won't use that as a source just as much as I wouldn't use Fox News as a source. Mm Mm-hmm. But again, that rabbit hole podcast does a real good job of about how that guy then wound up finding. It's called bread, a bread tube, and I need to research it more. And it's kind mm-hmm. of like the alt left version, and it was like a uh-huh. g- it was there like the one guy saying like the one guy who was like f- went full alt right with stuff, wound up watching the people that he liked. Go on with this streamer who this guy would like play games and debate people while he was playing games on Twitch. Huh. But he was just really well educated and informed, was just shutting down all these right wingers that would come on to argue with him. And so that's how uh-huh. he got flipped into a more neutral position. Hmm. So I need to look at Bread more, I think, maybe. But also, I don't want to, Dave. I don't want. <laughs> Our time on this this is where it's our time on this earth is limited. Yeah. We all have an expiration date. Mm-hmm. And man, I've fucking I don't wanna just, oh thank God all my free time is knowing the truth. Fuck that, man. Yeah. yeah. Like I it's good to be informed and it's good to kind of be aware, but don't be a dick. Help people when you can, whether it be physically, mentally, or financially. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, don't like simple campground rules. Leave it mm-hmm. nicer than how you found it. Yeah, that's campground rules for your entire existence. Leave it nicer than how yeah. you found it.
2: Yeah, try to be a giver and not a taker. Try to try to leave something positive behind instead of just. Oh. Uh, Just sucking up stuff and taking and, and yeah. Or at least, I mean, that's that's a that's the paradox, though. That's that's the quandary. And I get it. Like, I mean, I'll admit there's been times in my life where I was completely and purposely uninformed because there was some bliss in ignorance. It was like, no, I don't want to learn about all that shit because it's going to put me in a bad mood. Yeah, or and I've just been a jerk. Think it's,
0: yeah, I've been a loudmouth jerk about stuff because I yeah. thought I knew it was up because I didn't know how to listen as I mm-hmm. interrupt you to say that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, that's a great point. I mean, that's... I think it's just like with anything else. It's finding that balance of being just informed enough to where you know what's going on and you can maybe... You know, make right decisions in your own life according to what you're informed on, but at the same time, not letting it overtake you, not letting it consume all your time or consume your your personality, your identity. Like, especially now, like you said, it's it's things are so fucking bleak that if I mean, I remember when this all started, like a month ago, when 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 the George Floyd thing happened and the protest, like there was like three days where I didn't even get off the couch because I was just glued to the news Mm -hmm. because it was exciting. And, and, you know, it was tragic and exciting at the same time. Tragic in that, you know, people are dying at the hands of the police, but exciting that, uh, people are, are, there's a revolution brewing and people are taking action and trying to do something about it. But after a while, you're like, God damn it. I gotta, I gotta watch some cartoons or something. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta gotta get a, I need a reprieve from this. And, And I've struggled with that since, especially that where most of us are quarantined and locked down, like, it'll drive you crazy if you let it. If you just sat there and watched the news all day, or, or not even the news, but just, like you said, YouTube rabbit holes or just whatever, but at the same time, you can't just bury your head in the sand all the time. That's the thing you gotta, I
0: that's where I prove myself wrong, is that inaction, like a lot of people that are doing things that they feel is right, like the guy shooting up the Pizzagate pizza parlor or something, like that guy... Probably did feel like inaction is just as much is just as harmful mm-hmm. as Yeah. Silence pouring. is violence. So that guy was operating in a way that he thought was just. hmm So I don't know what I'm talking about, Dave. What happened uh, to ghosts? Isn't there ghosts anymore? Yeah, we're gonna have to pivot back to that for our own sanity. I watched a movie called Crawl. What's that now? It's basically like arachnophobia but with alligators. Oh, okay. First off, newer movie. Uh, yeah, movie? yeah, like, like new, like brand new out on Netflix and stuff this month. Okay, was it good? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna i want to ask your feelings about a, this particular actor, Barry Pepper, B. Mm-hmm. Peps.
2: Like him, I like him a lot. I just watched a Barry po- <laughs> Pepper movie yesterday. What'd I you- watched a baseball movie, baseball movie called Sixty One about he plays Roger Maris. Mm-hmm. Uh, Not to bore you with baseball stuff, but 1961, teammates for the Yankees, Mickey Mantle and Roger Maris, were both chasing Babe Ruth's single-season home run record. And, uh, yeah, good story, good movie. I like Barry Pepper. I like him in uh, 25th Hour.
0: Oh, I haven't seen that one in a while.
2: Yeah, that's an Edward Norton movie. He's in that. Anyway, what were you going to say about Barry Pepper? Well,
0: everybody loves Barry Pepper. Mm -hmm. I say, like, oh, Barry Pepper's in it. Everybody's like, oh, shit, yeah, Barry Pepper. Well, he's not getting, I think he deserves more. I think he won us all mm-hmm. over in saving Private Ryan.
2: Yeah. And we're all yeah. like, oh, yeah, I forgot oh. about that. The sniper.
1: I think that's what where a, we all got to
0: know and love Barry Pepper. Hey, show business, mm-hmm. get your head out your ass, put B peps in more stuff. Put B, <laughs> put every, hey, hey, every movie, you know what? Not spicy enough, could use a little more pepper. Yeah. And, well, and while we're at it, Michael Pena, put that dude oh, in I like him. every movie. Put him in mm-hmm. every movie, even if it's for three yeah. minutes. Put Michael Pena in every single movie because every time that guy shows up, I'm like, all right. If he's serious, you see, uh, I'm with you. If he's being silly, even better. <laughs> Do
2: you see End of Watch with him and uh, Jake Gyllenhaal? Oh, yeah. Police movie? Yeah, that's good. It was an intense one. Yeah, I like Michael Pena. Yeah, it's funny. You mentioned both of us. So are they're both in
0: Crawl? No, no, no. I just, I, I just, any movie should have Michael Pena in it. But anyway, mm-hmm. Barry Pepper's yeah. in it. And it's just, it's basically there's a hurricane and people are trapped in a house. And because of the hurricane, there's alligators because it's in Florida. Okay. And it's a uh, man, Oh, B Peps gets, he gets done dirty in it. <laughs> that, <laughs> oh, B Peps. I don't I, I- not a spoiler alert, but I'm gonna talk about the movie right now, but that motherfucker gets hurt so much, really, and is like he is tying off, he is like repairing his body so much, like he must have had like Michael Jackson on the cover of bad level of belts on his person. To be able to rectify the injuries he suffered, they did B.P.E.P.s dirty in that movie. Anyway, a real silly time. Yeah, it's, you know what it is? It's a movie for, for getting a little fucked up and yelling at yelling at it. Like like when like when you go to the movies and everybody decided it's okay to heckle the movie you're at. Uh huh. Which is such a great feeling. Yeah. yeah it's it's there's no you got to read the room. Usually let somebody else start it, but when you're at a dumb action movie and somebody's like, we're going to yell at this movie, right? And you're like, oh, okay, cool. That's a fun time. (laughs) Uh, I think I've told you about that, right? So Day After Tomorrow. Hmm, I don't think so. The world was like freezing, and they had to outrun the Mm -hmm. freeze.
2: Yeah. You saw that in the theater, and
0: people were rambunctious. People were just like, (laughs) fuck this movie. It's stupid. Let's have a good time. (laughs) so yeah you just mst3k your own movie but i did it i did Hmm. it by myself i did it alone sitting here the other night straight up cheering for b peps hoping he got out of the house i gotta watch that i'm gonna that sounds right Watch a lot of movies sitting here home alone Watch Anything Bright, else? Bright Lights, Bright Lights, Big City with Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox. Huge tilt. I
2: haven't seen that since. I saw it when it came out. What was that, like 87? What a 88. What? I saw that as a, as a young kid, but I haven't seen it since. I don't even remember what that's
0: about. I just watched it. I don't know what it's about. I, there was 10 minutes left, and I almost turned it off. I'm like, I don't give oh, yeah? a fuck. It's like a Brett Easton uh, Ellis book, so you could tell it was like about a writer who did too much coke and was just... You know when writers are all like... Writers always write about themselves like Mm -hmm. they're fucking like, like not only did they survive Vietnam, but also their spaceship crashed. Like writers are always just the grittiest. Oh, I'm a writer Mm -hmm. and life's hard. Mm -hmm. Life's hard for everybody. Just cause you want to click, clack away on a keyboard about it. Doesn't make your shit special. And then I got into coke. <laughs> a lot of people got into coke, and the only people yeah. that knew about it were the other people in the bathroom doing the coke with them. Just because, <laughs> ju- just because you did drugs doesn't mean your fucking story's good. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. the most interesting people that were drug addicts never told their story because they didn't have their head up their own ass. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I didn't. So I didn't read this book. But it was just Michael J. Fox is a. Uh, the heartbroken writer who does coke in New York, and it's just that kind of okay. shit. Except it never yeah. goes full basketball diaries. Like he's not sucking dicks or anything. He's just sad a bunch. Mm-hmm. And I don't believe yeah. it because it's eighties <laughs> Michael J. Fox. I'm like, just get in your Delorean and fix this shit. So yeah. he did. Like that's who he is in the eighties. So I can't take him out of that. I watched the ZZ Top documentary. Oh yeah, I watched that. What a palate cleanser. I love ZZ Top. Hey, I yeah. love early ZZ Top.
2: Some of that eighty stuff's a little silly, but man, what a what a good rock band!
0: And also, just hey, 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 you want to hear about this band? Just three guys that like each other and they're nice. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. a necessary documentary, but it's a real palate cleanser. Yeah,
2: and no, they- but they they uh, they deserve their own doc. They've shit. They've been around for
0: almost fifty years. Nobody realized they were the opening band for Jimi Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix yeah, experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I like, looking back, like, oh, they were, like, doing stoner rock in Texas in the 60s. That was, like, not Mm -hmm. uh, an embraced thing. And then I watched the Steve Jobs documentary with Michael Fassbender. I've been making some – you know what? I've been real stoned, and, I like, I'll just go, like, fuck it, dive in, like, just to stop Mm -hmm. the scrolling. I don't know if you have – if you came up with a thing that, like, could help select a movie on a streaming service. That's your mm-hmm. million dollar idea. Like, answer yeah. these three questions. You want to watch this right now? Ooh, okay.
2: You take a little uh, questionnaire, little little uh, survey to kind of narrow it down. That's the thing, and we've talked about this before. But now we have ca- we have cable, we have Netflix, we have Prime, we have Hulu, and there's just too many options. There's literally been nights where I've sat down to watch something. And two hours later, I'm still flipping, trying to find something.
0: Dog. Yes. 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 It's too many options. And that's where I'm like, what are you, like, what's the perfect movie? There isn't one. Just go for it. So this little jaunt that I'm down in LA, I've been going, just go for it. That's been my mood. Hence, Mm -hmm. an alligator movie, a ZZ Top documentary. The Steve Jobs biopic and the and Bright Lights Big City, all right, no rhyme or reason. But if it was something like listen, like if it was like a website that just gave you questions that you had to answer in ten seconds too. Uh huh. Do you want comedy drama? This or that quick? Answer it right now, otherwise the question goes mm-hmm. away. And five questions that you had to answer within ten seconds. Like so, in a minute, in sixty seconds, it'll be like watch these three movies or these five movies. If somebody mm-hmm. comes up with that, your, auto, your automatic selector, I would, I would be grateful for
1: it. Mm. That's what, a great idea. What dude. should
0: we watch tonight, Dave? What are you going to watch? Oh, uh, watch Katie some had, dumb had dumb, something. Uh, conspiracy shit?
2: Maybe. Katie had picked out something for us to watch tonight. I guess there's a new Brad Pitt movie on Netflix. I was watching Brad Pitt last night. I was watching Moneyball. I I I'm gonna assume you haven't seen that movie. I did see Moneyball. I
0: think it was an airplane. Oh, you saw? I think it was an airplane. Okay,
2: yeah. I mean, if you don't like baseball, I get how it could be boring as shit. But I love baseball, and uh, oh, I've seen that movie ten times already. I love that movie, Um, and I love they do that technique in that movie.
0: (laughs) You watched Moneyball ten times?
2: (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen it ten times. There's there's only so many baseball movies.
0: That does not hit me as a as a repeat viewing yeah how many times well how many times have you seen uh the lady baseball movie Oh, a League of Their Own? Yeah. Oh, I've
2: seen that. I've seen that more than Moneyball. I've, I bet you I've seen that 15 times. Oh, okay. I love that oh, movie. Good
0: answer. Yeah. I was gonna I was gonna yeah. say like no, All I right, love Dave, where movie. you at? Like what's your true love of the game? Oh, you saw League of Their Own no, fifteen no, I, times. <laughs> All right. Dude. I love League of Their Own. Dave yeah. loves some Hold baseball on just a movies. <laughs>
2: Harveys on
0: my computer. How many times Harvey, have you seen uh, Angels in the Outfield? Uh, I've I've only seen that one like once. How many times I, have you I didn't you care seen, for that uh, too Major League.
2: Oh, 20 times. What about Major League yeah. Two? Uh, five times. What about Bull Durham? Twenty times. Sandlot. Um, uh, Sandlot. Yeah, probably ten times. Yeah, I love baseball movies, man. Especially right now, I'm so, I'm so horny for baseball. You don't understand. Like the off season, <laughs> the off season's already six months. So you know, it ended in October. Then you got to wait six months to usually uh, give or take a day or two. You can always count on baseball kind of starting around April first. Yeah, sometimes it starts you know the the last couple days of March. But so not only did I have to wait that six months, but then you know due to COVID it got postponed. They're finally coming back at the end of July. I think July twenty fourth. So at this point, you know it's been. Nine months since I've seen a baseball game. So I'm watching I'm going back and watching all my baseball movies. I'm watching the Ken Burns baseball documentary. Man, that thing I I've seen that thing so many times. I Ken Burns docs anyway, I love, but there's just something about the narration and the pacing oh, yeah. of those Burns Ken Burns docs. docs. Sure,
1: man. Oh the ones about I the national so parks.
0: Much. you betcha. Yeah, I've seen that one. If, if, I've seen uh, that. If Animal Planet had half a brain in their head, they'd be doing Puppy Bowl, but different animals for every sport people are missing right now. Ooh. Oh, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. Iguana, mm. iguana baseball. <laughs> I was, I was
2: thinking about reptiles. That's funny. I was trying to go something outside
0: oh. of mammals. <laughs>
2: Oh, my God. What was I going to say? Oh, you know what I watched the other night that I haven't seen in 20 years? Um, and we've talked about this on the show, but I haven't seen it since. Uh, I, I watched Bill and Ted, the, the first one. Excellent Adventure. Oh, that man. That movie holds up. It's goofy. It's silly, but it's good. And I'll tell you what, man. Those actors, all the actors that play the historical figures, they, they don't most of them don't speak English, so they don't have any lines. But the, the guy who plays Napoleon is so damn funny. Oh yeah. To to not have oh, yeah. actual lines like that is some high level acting Seeky-peeky. to uh, to con- to convey all that and not l- actually have any lines. I mean, he you know he spoke, but he's speaking in French or whatever. But uh, that little dude was so fucking funny. Just when he's at the water park. Oh yeah. And, uh, just that that movie's so well done when for they, what it is. When
0: they all pair up at the mall and it's like Billy the Kid yes. and Socrates. Yes. <laughs> The dude, and then, uh Beethoven, yeah, Be- Beethoven's Be- Beethoven, uh, ripping Beethoven, up the, the keyboards. <laughs> Genghis Khan, Genghis Khan, that dude, that long-haired Asian yeah. dude that was in Die Hard, mm-hmm. and just—I don't think yes. he's ever said a word in a movie, <laughs> but he's just evil. He shocked the shit yeah. out of Mel Gibson in Lethal Weapon. Mm-hmm. Maybe I need to do a Lethal Weapon. Maybe it's an action movie night. Dang. Ooh, okay, yeah. Because I did. Call, oh, he's
2: back call, in the news. He did something gibson I don't know. mel gibson said yeah he said some uh he's got some beef with winona rider i don't know something happened with them recently the i don't fuck
0: even know has beef with winona Ryder?
2: exactly
0: she's Ooh, four and fan. a half feet tall and she's winona rider big fan she shoplifted because she was <laughs> bored she's cool as shit she was famous and decided to just be a cool chick hmm I'm going to shoplift stuff because my life's a little boring. Oh, my God. Are you your own character from Heathers?
2: <laughs> that movie, I saw that again recently. I don't know, not recently, maybe a year ago. I forgot how dark that movie was. Hell,
0: yeah. You know what I was trying to find on streaming was uh, this podcast really isn't even a thing right now. It's just me and you talking about what movies we should watch. Yeah, that's fine. I I wanted to watch uh, Pump Up the Volume, but I can't find it on. Uh, it's not on oh, any streaming okay. services. Remember that one?
2: No, you Yeah, I do. That's uh, that's uh, was that uh, what's his face? Um, I always forget his name. Christian Slater. Uh, Christian Slater. Yeah, should he's be in,
0: in This should be an incel. Uh, uh, incel Constitution is that movie? But <laughs> nobody's. Uh, it's not. It's not popping up on the streamings.
2: Mm-hmm. It's funny how some things you just can't find. I was I was thinking about uh, watching Freaks and Geeks the other day. You remember that the Judd Apatow? I, I series? never
0: saw it. I know people like it. Never saw it.
2: Solid. It was real solid. It uh, it was a good mix of like you know comedy and it had some heart to it and uh, interesting characters. But that literally, I can't find that anywhere. Like my last resort is always Apple or iTunes. You know, if I can't
0: can't find it free really? on one of the streamings. I thought that was out because people love that show.
2: Yeah, you would think, but it's unless I'm overlooking it, but it's it's not on Apple or iTunes and uh Damn, unless I I'm looking to, in the wrong place. i to have
0: to mow through some Dawson's Creek if we're on that tip. Oh, yeah.
2: Dawson's Creek. <laughs> oh, that reminded me. Oh, yeah, that's what I watched the other day. Speaking of Dawson's Creek, uh Michelle Williams, who I hated on Dawson's Creek, and I have now since to uh have since learned to to appreciate. Wonder, I really I'm actor, a big yeah. I love her. Yeah, she's so good, but I saw um Ah, uh, what's the movie with uh, Casey Affleck? Manchester by the Sea. You seen that one? Oh, yeah, it's a heavy one. Oh, yeah, that's, uh, it's not a feel-good movie, but it's no. solid. It's, it's, it's a good movie.
0: I don't want him. I think I'm going action tonight, Dave.
2: Okay. Maybe okay. a Beverly
0: Hills Cop. I tried to I started Ooh. to watch the Mission Impossible the other night but I realized I saw it already so I squashed that cool story Kyle. I still nice haven't seen those.
2: I've never seen a a, a Mission You've Impossible. You've never seen
0: any Mission Impossibles? No Mission Impossible. Haven't
2: seen them. Nope. Dave. Nope, haven't seen them. Dave. Is it is it good? Great time. Do you do you, do Some you of like, that stuff do you like bores James me. Bond stuff? Would you believe I have literally never seen a James Bond movie?
0: I've only seen a handful. So I can't uh, bores you know. the shit out of
2: me. I just don't care. For whatever, and granted, I, I haven't seen them to form an opinion, but I've seen them in my peripheral. I know never what, seen I, them. They I know bore what they the shit out of me. <laughs> but no, I've seen them in my peripheral. You know, I've walked in on you know people who are watching them and watched you know two minutes of it here and there. Uh, but just <laughs> real informed just
1: opinion. Never Dave. sucked me in. It. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> i don't see some never bridge, seen them. Dude. They bore me. All right. <laughs> real fucking Yogi Berra quotes out of the, out of you tonight. <laughs>
2: Oh, Yogi Berra said, uh, "Baseball is ninety percent mental, and the other half is uh, physical." Uh,
0: He did he know what he was saying? Sometimes, like throwing
2: out you, I hope so. I hope so. I was uh, another great quote. Casey Stingle was uh, his manager. Casey Stingle's the guy who managed all those uh, fifties and sixties Yankees teams that were so good. But he said, uh, "There comes a time in every man's life, and I've had a handful of them." I love stupid quotes.
0: Think about like what we dragged <laughs> politicians for. Like, remember just Dan Quell just spelled potato. He misspelled potato. Yeah, <laughs> and that
2: was like that was point. like
0: fucking hang him, <laughs> hang him in the lawn of the White House. This <laughs> idiot!
1: How oh dare oh you tarnish god. this
0: great nation with your m- minor faux pas? And now here we oh are. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah like, here we are. What is that? Twenty years. What
2: you, no, mm-hmm. uh, what Quayle? he was Clinton's. Uh, no, no, Quayle was uh, George Bush's guy. The uh, George uh, ninety-one or so thirty Republican. years. Thirty mm-hmm. years. eighty eighty-eight to ninety-two. Yeah, thirty years, mm. and we're here. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Here we are.
0: I feel With like this. I like. I want to watch movies. Like oh, I'll, I'll feel I'll be smarter after I watch this movie. I know that's not how they work, but like oh, this is about a historical <laughs> figure, about a moment in time, and. Mm-hmm. I don't think I got that in me tonight, Dave. I think I need a... No. Maybe I, You know what? I, I've never seen, like, the Lord of the Rings.
2: Dude, those are good. Uh, I don't really give a shit about that kind of stuff, but when they came out, uh, I watched all three of them, and, oh, especially if you got some weed in you. Oh, boy. That's a good time. Well, I have
0: it in me right now.
2: Dude, you know what I watched? Uh, speaking of which, you know what I watched the other day? That Speak I've never been... Of I've, of never, w- I've w- never given a shit about this stuff. And I, I get the people who are obsessed with it. I get it. It's like, oh, I, I get why you're into it. It just never connected with me. Yeah. But dude, I watched uh, the original Star Star Wars the other day. Oh. And it's it, if you let yourself enjoy it, you know, it's it's a fun time. You got Chewbacca running around. You got the weird R two D two. You got uh, what's the 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 gold robot guy's C- name? C-3PO. I forgot his name. C three PO and.
0: Yeah, you know, th- yeah, that's a fun job on the You should find out the hunt. just how much you can upset somebody just by the cadence with which you say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know I it's like said that wrong. C-3-P-O. C-3PO. It's always on the three. <laughs> C-3PO.
2: C-3PO. Oh, my God. C-3PO. R- but that was fun. R2-D2. R-2-D-2. Uh,
0: Do you guys like R2-D2? R-2-D-2? <laughs> R-2-D2. R-2-D2? Do you like R-2-D2? Oh, my God. You mean R2-D2? Yeah, R-2-D2. <laughs> and, and C. Cthrapo C. and Arthur <laughs> do Chubacas and I uh Chubicas do
2: not know which <laughs> You know what seriously I think that literally
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh fuck oh. oh god I remember I was in Indianapolis and I kept calling it Indianapolis <laughs> Oh and the audience unhappy with me <laughs> Yeah, yeah! Don't do that. <laughs> so good to be here They're in Indianapolis. It's Indian. They, mm-hmm. they weren't mad because I was saying the word "engine" in it. They were more angry because uh-huh. was, this was early on. Mm-hmm. It was at a club called Crackers, and fuck mm-hmm. that! Fuck that club! Fuck mm-hmm. that club straight to hell! Yeah, good times over there, Crackers. Anyway, sorry to interrupt, but yeah, mis- mispronouncing C three P O because there's no way to do yep. it incorrectly is. Yeah. Oh, ooh, I'm glad we got there, buddy. That will make me happy. <laughs> but I also understand, like, I that one was fun. Empire Strikes mm-hmm. Back was fun. I remember seeing which Empire one had
2: one. the Ewoks. Return which of one the had Jedi? The Ewoks? Okay,
0: okay, I remember
2: watching that one as a kid. Oh, I what I was about to say the is theaters.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. That was what, like, eighty three. Well, I think that one was like maybe eighty five or something. Okay, but just the, I think um, the, the cult around it like ahead. turned me off. I mm-hmm. saw the one like the one yeah. Jar Jar Bink one that came out, and I was like, "This is yeah. what this is now." Nah, I don't need any of yeah, this. Yeah, that turned more. me off. Was you that know? the
2: first one that they uh, the first of the prequels? That was like ninety nine or something.
0: Yeah, the only thing that good came out of that was when it was Triumph the Insult Comic Dog interviewing people waiting in line for it. Like that was the best. That was. I don't remember anything about that movie, but I remember that bit, which you should watch all (laughs) triumph bits online. But that him like making fun of people at Star Wars was
2: that dude who is the guy that does that? The writer uh, Robert Smigel. (laughs) Smigel, yeah, that Smigel, dude. He makes a cameo in a season of Curb Your Enthusiasm, Mm -hmm. and it's, uh, I forgot what season, maybe three or four. Larry's in New York for some reason, and he's on a uh, softball team, and uh, Smigel plays um, this guy named Ari. He he sponsors the uh, softball team. You know, Ari's the garage. He's a mechanic. He sponsors his softball team, and he's on the softball team. And uh, he his character is much like uh, the same accent, whatever accent Triumph is doing. Um, but <laughs> really? he, he kind of plays the... Yeah, Live with he, he plays like a Yes, yes. Like, I don't know if he's trying to be like Armenian or something, but Ari is this guy, and he's a mechanic, and he owns a garage, and he's sponsoring the softball team, and he's out there, and he's like the coach, and he's trying to pump everybody up, and it's one of the funniest fucking scenes I've ever seen because he's giving a little pep rally, little little speech before the game, and he he goes, he's just talking about how shitty the other team is. Uh, he's like, this quote-unquote Tony's Pizza, these fuckers, they don't have, they don't deserve To be on the same field as you. So today, we're going to fuck their sisters in the cunt. (laughs) And everybody's like, what the fuck? (laughs) He's screaming at the top of his lungs about how we got to fuck their sisters in the cunt. (laughs) And it's one of the funniest fucking things I've ever seen. Oh, God.
0: It's quote-unquote
2: Tony's Pizza. (laughs) (laughs)
0: I've never seen a a curb your enthusiasm.
2: I know, dude, that's that's crazy. It's 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 funny I do get how some people could uh grow weary of it because it's just a bunch of rich white people complaining about stuff. I mean, Larry's well, kind of playing himself and all his friends are multimillionaires, so it's uh, that's a little that gets a little old no, sometimes, just, but I, it, it's it's good.
0: I never want to watch comedy when I'm at home. Yeah. Like I don't like I'm not If I'm sitting to watch TV, it's already like, hell yeah, man. Gonna watch some TV. I'm in a good mood. I'm not like lacking for humor. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Excuse me. I know there's great stuff out there, but I'm like, nah, I wanna get scared right now. I like to get scared. Ooh, I Mm -hmm. want action or suspense. I don't have action or suspense. Like, um, I wanna experience something I don't have regularly. And I'm a little spoiled spoiled brat, so things are fun all the time. (laughs) Well, you're so
2: good at comedy
0: that you know why would you? Sit I know and watch? it's insulting to watch <laughs> lesser attempts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know what I gotta watch. I gotta watch. Why we about- haven't done a comic of the week, but old Chris Fairbanks has a new special out,
1: dude.
0: That's
2: that's on my notes here. He's my comic of the week. Let's go ahead and plug it. Uh, it's called Rescue Cactus. Chris Fairbanks is one of my favorites, and um, it's on a weird. It's it's not yet on Prime or Apple or anything. It's called. Um, we're Gnarly.com, uh, or technically it's We're Gnarly. Um, I'm assuming it's weird but without the apostrophe. W-E-R-E-N-A-R-L-Y. We're Gnarly.com. You can go there right now, and you can, uh, just like Apple or whatever, you can purchase it or you can rent it, either one. And uh, I've seen uh, the trailer. I've seen some of the clips, and goddamn, goddamn, Chris Fairbanks is funny.
0: Yeah. It's-
2: effortless. Just effortless. He just... One of those guys that just doesn't break a sweat, but just will make you hyperventilate with laughter. Just so fucking funny. He's, and
0: I don't like, the whole comics comic title is kind of dumb because then it almost makes it feel like the audience doesn't like it. It's like, no, he's everybody's comic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God, he's Chris funny. Fairbanks. I love Chris. And he's but great, yeah. and he needs more people to know the world. The, there needs to be more, more people that know who Chris Fairbanks is.
2: Have you seen the uh the cover art for it? It's incredible. Yeah, it it's looks like a like, uh, Blade
0: Runner type. Yeah, <laughs> action movie. yeah, it looks like
2: an 80s sci-fi movie or something. So good. I don't know who did that, but uh oh, yeah, wearnarly.com. Uh w e r e n a r l y. com. Chris Fairbanks Rescue Cactus. Uh shit, I may watch that tonight. That
0: might. But, be But
2: uh, yeah, there's 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 a good comic of the week for you. Um, um. You got, uh, yeah, man.
0: You making any foods? What you doing?
2: Oh, dude, I've been I've been going nuts with this Traeger this week, dude. I I smoked some pork shoulders. Oh, I think I send you a pic of those pork shoulders. You did, Uh, dude. Doing pork shoulders. I've done ribs. I've done wings. Um, Yeah, man, just having a good time. Taking some shit over at Dave's uh, Kitchen Q and A. Taking some shit for the
0: pellet grill,
1: and I get it.
0: <laughs> we, I get it. Rachel just told us, because we, we almost had a Traeger, and threw it, it slipped through our fingers, and she's like, we should have gotten that grill. Dude, it's somebody it's else fun. was talking about it, too.
2: It's fun. It's easy. I get that it's cheating. It's not real barbecue, but the finished product is pretty damn good uh, with very minimal effort. Uh, but, yeah, that's really all I've been cooking lately. You're it's just getting towed totally into the big thing.
0: waves now, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> you proved yourself. You know you're capable. You're just getting towed into the big shit now, buddy. Yeah, why not? You're, you're the Laird Hamilton yeah, that's... of barbecue.
2: <laughs> but, yeah, i got to figure out what I'm going to do for 4th of July. I, uh, I'm going to go big. I'm going to do something. I might do a brisket. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, man, just having fun with that. And,
0: and uh, I want to know what see- is- Can you smoke a shrimp?
2: Uh yeah, I'm sure you could. I don't know that I've ever had it or even heard of it, but why not? Why could you the guy to do shrimp? it? That's that's a good question, Kyle. You're the you're I've the, never you're heard of smoked
0: shrimp. You're the space program of barbecue, Dave. You need to experiment. <laughs> you need to beat need to beat the Russians to find out if you could have smoked shrimp.
2: That's true. That's true. We gotta get there first. But no, I'll look into that, man. I am gonna have shrimp and grits soon. i uh, I told did I tell you I got some mail order grits? got some real high end grits. Very excited about that.
0: <laughs> Fucking mail order grits. Yeah. God yeah, get damn my grits it. online. We were just on track for a great informative informative episode. <laughs> And you just said the most backward shit I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I got mail order grits. Used to be they just throw them over the fence at my garage. But now, now that I got a proper mailing address, they put them in the box. USPS <coughs> comes up with a shaka shack big old envelope. Oh Sound like a maraca coming up the steps. <laughs> <laughs> mail order well, grits. Man. Yeah, I've been eating a lot of grits this week.
2: Oh, man. Having fun. Just living my life over here, man. I'm having a good time.
1: Mail grits. (laughs) What the fuck? Oh, boy. From where? Who's
0: shipping Uh, grits?
2: There's a company called Anson Mills, and uh, they're, they're doing like the old school heirloom grains and grits and... Oh, I got all kinds of good shit there. Yeah, check out AnsonMills.com. Uh, you sh- got to gotta buy it's, it. It's a four-bag minimum, though, Kyle. You gotta, <laughs> they're not going to just oh, mail you one okay. bag.
0: You got to get a four-bag minimum. Well, so well, I, got four,
2: I got two bags of white grits and two bags of yellow grits. So boy, we're having a good time over here.
0: And I couldn't. I I shouldn't laugh. I've got another food items mail order. But grits yeah. grits yeah, just struck me as very humorous. <laughs>
2: love grits can't find them out here you can't i i haven't looked at all the stores but uh, several times i've gone out looking for grits and i've come up empty so uh you know gotta gotta get online it's modern age man get those grits mailed to you
0: <laughs> it's a modern age get those grits yeah. mailed to you i, I oh. got my duke's mayo i got
2: duke's mayo in the mail i got grits in the mail Great time to be alive.
0: It's not. I'm not. I don't. It's just tickled me. Mm-hmm. It got me real good. <laughs> uh. Oh
2: man, let's go ahead and wrap this up. How's uh, uh how's hey Girl doing, man? Y'all having fun?
0: Oh yeah, man. So me and Maddie B. Who are we have on this week? Jen mm-hmm. Kirkman this past week. We had Guy Branham the week yeah. before. Just fun guests. Just fun and just yeah. Trying to make sure we're not those talking guests? about anything am i doing what now
2: you you booking those guests or someone booking those for you
0: That's nice, me and braun are kind of talking about you know mm-hmm. who do we want to check in with okay, but uh right it's on, like the whole point is like let's not just talk about what's going on in the world yeah
2: yeah leave that for the boogie monster
0: well uh, well, hey man <laughs> but we get into it man we got we got rapport we know what that's great man we we got yeah I meant me and you. We get into it. We get we talk about. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, 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 man. Yeah. People have been oh, yeah. well, saying times, re- real nice stuff over at the over on the Reddit and on uh, on the stuff. Oh yeah. I you know I never stumble onto that Facebook and the, <laughs> I looked mm-hmm. at it today and what was that?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Some guy just sent a picture of himself, I guess, like, and then yeah, it it said, a, "I'm going to a kill young you." Fella.
0: It looked like a young fella. Okay. Yeah. I but he said something like, I'm going to kill you. I, I never go on Facebook. And I, <laughs> I never go on Facebook. I'm not telling the listeners. Now. I never check Facebook, mm-hmm. the Boogie Monster mm-hmm. page. Dave, you handle, you're the social media guy. So if, yeah, episodes well, are late, if episodes are late, blame Kyle. If you don't get an email response, mm-hmm. blame Dave. Yeah. But I just click, but, the email just says, of just a text message, that says, I will kill you. And then two pictures of the same, uh, just a young man. Teenager, uh-huh. and then the next one is the same picture except it's got a little like mm-hmm. emoji. It just says the word lit. Uh huh. And then the next message is like, "I'm sorry, my son accidentally sent these."
2: <laughs> yeah, but did you see my response? Yeah, well, yeah. After I'll I'll kill
0: you with the pictures. <laughs> what'd you What'd you write? I just said, "Please do." All <laughs> lowercase. Please do. <laughs> and then I'm sorry, my son sent these pictures. Yeah. <laughs> what a fucking random <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll kill you here's my face okay here's my face with the word lit written across
2: it <laughs> <laughs> oh boy good times uh, well well buddy uh you you heading back up north soon or are you staying down here for a while nah, What's going I'm, on? I'm
0: gonna head up there i think thursday okay Yeah, you know, we'll get back back to that pacific northwest living came down here to Pick up some bikes, maybe a guitar, Mm-hmm. and a PlayStation. <laughs> Get the essentials. Yeah, well, I was getting uh, getting bored. Hands up there. Yeah. So uh, we're well, right on, buddy. But I'll be back and forth, and then when this all yeah. lifts, who knows? Who knows what the world has? No fireworks up mm-hmm. there, though. No. I can't. I I two weeks up there, just quiet. It's quiet. Like mm. everybody, it's a suburb. People are just walking. People are just out walking in the suburbs. Huh. Well, that's cool, man. Mass, some no mass. I miss, I miss like the a suburbs. Suburban, kind of like no mass. Like this isn't a real problem. Like it will be soon. And you're helping.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: We went, yeah. we did go to a restaurant finally where they have tables in the parking lot set up. Okay. And so we sat out in a at a table in the parking lot and had a meal out. Made myself sick because I ordered too many weird shit things, you know. I was like, I What'd want you a, I want a blackberry cider and I want a Maker's Mark and I want Cajun tater tots and I want a burger oh boy. and I want a bowl of soup. <laughs> I want full too Spal- many- I want full Spalding from uh, from Caddyshack. I'm like, I want a hot dog and I want a hamburger. you know. <laughs>
2: Too many uh, menu items with a with the word rodeo in the no, description.
0: N- no rodeo, but I corralled <laughs> them into my I corralled them into my belly right quick. Right on, and buddy. I did not feel good afterwards. So I clearly, was missing being out looking at a menu and being able to pick whatever I want. But That's that just was, the price uh, of doing business, buddy. Yeah. Outside of that, man, it's been pretty just sitting sitting in the yard looking at a redwood. You know. Yeah. Well, that's that's living right there, buddy. I, Good I, for you. I ain't looking for too much more than that. All right. <laughs> well, hey everybody. All right. Take take care of yourselves. Wear your masks, yeah, you guys. Wear fucking wear your masks. masks. I know it's yeah. I know it's annoying, mm-hmm. but uh, come on. Look at the yeah, science. Like, Look at the. Why did we? Why did don't we? Don't be a selfish
2: asshole. Don't be an entitled, selfish dickhead. That's all you gotta do. I know just don't that, be a dickhead.
0: I know it. like it can't come from the boogie monster where we're like, well, the Bermuda Triangle's real. Anyway, everybody mm-hmm. just look at the science and you wear a mask. Yeah. Also, statistically, Bigfoot could hide. And what if he just kills mm-hmm. his victims and that's why there's no witnesses? But science says wear a <laughs> mask, so you need to listen to us. <laughs> Oh, God. All
2: right, right on, buddy. I'll plug the uh, Stonebergs real quick. Every Monday, me and my goofball fiance, Katie Strandberg, we're doing the Stonebergs. Episode dropped uh, yesterday.
0: So we're having fun with how, that. Yeah, how are you guys doing? Leaning into it? Oh, we're good.
2: Yeah, yeah, we're having fun. It's, 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 uh, it's real dumb, you know. It's uh, just two idiots giving advice that we have uh, no right to give. But, uh, yeah, man, we're having a good time with that. So. No
0: spats, no tiffs. No,
2: no, we've been doing well. No, we, uh, we've been doing pretty well. We've had a few spats here and there, but proudly they've lasted like 30 seconds. You know, one of those where it's like we, we start to spat and then we both realize, like, what are we doing? Now more than ever, we got to stick together. Man,
0: so uh, we, we've been doing well. That is a great feeling when you can both be like, all right, no egos, there's no winners. Mm-hmm. What are we get yeah. mad about? No, we're, we're on the same team. Yeah, let's, let's, let's drop this one.
2: Mhm. but yeah cool. things are good man things are good over here We're just uh trying to stay positive trying to stay alive
0: fucking hell but, <laughs> i'll tell you that much all right doing I'm well gonna, i'm gonna eat a pizza watch a beverly hills cop dude that sounds like a great evening yeah all
2: right buddy we'll talk to you next week you take care
0: of yourself dave rock and roll
1: the boogie monster.